Hello friends, it is Sean here and I am so delighted that you and I, we get to read another chapter of the Bible with my cup of tea in hand. I am actually sitting in beautiful sunshine. Ah, oh, spring, isn't it the best? <sighs> there is some deep happiness going on in me right now. <laughs> oh, dear. Some of you have um, have emailed me and said, Ah, oh, Sean, I, I can tell that you really don't like the cold, and I'm sorry to be so predictable, but I really don't. I really am enjoying the world hotting up down here in our part of the world. And speaking of hotting up, you know, here we have listened to Amos prophesy against Israel for all this time. And you wonder, does it make any difference if this poor guy named Amos sticks up and says, God, don't do this to Israel. Will God listen? Well, we will hear about that today. And then we will hear a response from Israel. And yes, it's not the response that we'd hoped for. Oh, dear. They are in for a world of pain. So join me as we join Amos as we read together. Amos chapter 7. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me. He was preparing swarms of locusts after the king's share had been harvested, and just as the late crops were coming up. When they had stripped the land clean, I cried out, Sovereign Lord, forgive! How can Jacob survive? He is so small. So the Lord relented. This will not happen, the Lord said. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me. The Sovereign Lord was calling for judgment by fire. It dried up the great deep and devoured the land. Then I cried out, Sovereign Lord, I beg you, stop. How can Jacob survive? He is so small. So the Lord relented. This will not happen either, the Sovereign Lord said. This is what he showed me. The Lord was standing by a wall that had been built true to plumb, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? A plumb line, I replied. Then the Lord said, Look, I am setting a plumb line among my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. The high places of Isaac will be destroyed, and the sanctuaries of Israel will be ruined. With my sword, I will rise up against the house of Jeroboam. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos is raising a conspiracy against you in the very heart of Israel. The land cannot bear all his words, for this is what Amos is saying. Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will surely go into exile, away from their native land. Then Amaziah said to Amos, Get out, you seer! Go back to the land of Judah. Earn your bread there, and do your prophesying there. Don't prophesy any more at Bethel, because this is the king's sanctuary and the temple of the kingdom. Amos answered Amaziah, I was neither a prophet 
nor the son of a prophet, but I was a shepherd, and I also took care of sycamore fig trees. But the Lord took me from tending the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now then, hear the word of the Lord. You say, Do not prophesy against Israel, and stop preaching against the destruction of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife will become a prostitute in the city, and your sons and daughters will fall by the sword. Your land will be measured and divided up, and you yourself will die in a pagan country, and Israel will surely go into exile, away from their native land. Well, Lord, that didn't work out so well for Amaziah. And it doesn't work out so well for us when we try and tell you. <laughs> we tell you, don't ask me to do that. Don't send me there. Leave that part of my life alone. But you have a way of convicting us through your spirit and our conscience of your truth, of your will for our lives. Lord, soften our hearts that we would lay our plans down and our own agendas down, that we would be your people with your heart, your agenda, your to-do list scribbled on our souls. We just lift you up and place you at the center point in our life, the axis around which we rotate. We are yours, Lord Jesus, and it's in your name that we pray this. Amen.